Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, a Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. I practiced something yesterday. I think I really did this for the first time. And I was like, oh my word, I have to come share this with my God and Business podcast folks, okay? And I want you to make a silent commitment that you're gonna share this episode right after you're done listening to it, okay? This is so, so good, all right? So we're getting towards the end of the month and I was like, okay, I was like, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm a big, I I talk a lot about us being partners with God, right? And so not just that, oh Lord, do it. And then he'll just go do it. You know, in Genesis chapter one, verse 26, what he did say is, let us make man in our image after our likeness, let them have dominion. So he didn't create us to just be wimpy victims and all of that kind of stuff. He made us like him and he made us so that we can work with him, right? And so I was like, okay, as an entrepreneur, what does this look like, right? Like, what does this look like? And I, I remember at a time when I was having a lot of stress about my private practice. This is many years ago. And I, I wasn't even praying about it. I was just fussing about it in my mind, right? Have anybody done that? Where you're just like, this is not working. I'm stressed out about this. I don't know, how, you know what to do about this. And God brought to my attention. He was like, listen, the problem you have is that you think you're in this business alone. The things that stress you out, those can be questions instead of stressors. Like, you know, I don't know what I was worrying about at the time, but let's say it was something to do with staffing. Maybe I couldn't find a staff, you know, I couldn't fill a staff position. Like he was like, rather than complain about it, whine about it, worry about it, get sad about it and all of that, you can just ask, Lord, I need somebody for this position. Where would I find them from, right? Who knows them? Like, how can I cross paths with the person who knows this person and stuff like that? So anyway, So I remember this. I was like, Lord, so what would this look like? And he gave me a framework. This is so good. So this is something you can do at the end of every month for sure, as you prepare for the following month. But truthfully, you can do it every, you know, like the weekend, if Sunday's your planning day, you can do that before your week starts. And so I'm going to talk about this in the context of, you know, all your goals, not just your business goals, but you can absolutely do this just for business. So the first thing is to present the goals to him, right? The Bible talks about it. It says, commit your ways to the Lord, your plans to the Lord, and you'll succeed in all your ways, right? And so he said, the first thing, present your goals. And when you're presenting your goals, that's from a standpoint of, I live for an audience of one. I do God's will. I want to live for him, right? And so you're presenting those goals for possible editing, right? Like he may say, well, this goal is a distraction. Take it off. This goal is too small. Add an extra zero. This goal, I want you to chase it, but I want you to chase it later. It's not the number one priority. You're presenting them to him for feedback, 
right? And you're like, Lord, I put these goals before you. You know, I want your vision for my life. I want what you want for my life, right? Some of those things he'll show you right away because you've asked some of them, he'll show you later, right? And you just have this knowing that, okay, this is not what I'm supposed to do now, or this I'm supposed to dream bigger for it, you know, and stuff like that. So that's the first thing, just presenting the goals to him, okay? Then the second thing is to ask him, who do I need for these goals to become a reality? Who do I need, right? We didn't even get to how yet, like, who do I need? And I want to give you an example. We've, we've looked at this scripture before, but it's Exodus chapter 31. If you read from verse one to six, God gave Moses the blueprint for a tabernacle. He says, go build me a tabernacle like a temple. Go build this. He gave him the blueprint, like, you know, the outer court, the inner court, the Holy of Holies, what the Ark of Covenant will look like. He gave it to Moses. He gave it to Moses knowing that Moses is not a builder because Moses is not a builder, right? And then in, actually, let me, let me read the scriptures for you. Okay, so Exodus chapter 31, right? Let me just read it. So God had given Moses the blueprint, and then this is what he said to him. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He's a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, bronze. He's skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. So God gave him the dream. God gave him the vision and then gave him the person he would need, someone who was anointed for the job, skilled for the job. So if you're here and you have a business and you're looking for staff, what if you can believe that God didn't just give you the business idea and not give you the people who would do it with you, right? And you can ask him, Lord, who do I need to accomplish these goals? Who do I need to pull this off? Where do I find them? Can you make the connection between us? Help me to recognize them when I see them, right? Now, let me show you the most fascinating, well, the more fascinating part of this is if you read verse six, it says, and I've personally appointed Oholiab, son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan to be his assistant. God didn't just appoint the man who get the job done. He also appointed his assistant. Can you beat that? And then he told them, he went on to say, these are the things they'll build the the tabernacle, the Ark of Covenant, the Ark's cover, the furnishing of the tabernacle, the tables, its utensils, all of that. And then in verse 11, he says, the craftsmen must make everything as I have commanded you. So who had the vision? Moses. But who was going to execute? Who was the team, right? So the team was Basilel, Oholiab, and the rest of them, right? And so the question becomes, in this meaning you have with God, like, okay, so who is the person? Who do I need for these goals? And he will show you, and he will start creating connections. I am telling you, there's so many people in my life who are on my team that are God-sent. And those of you who have come in contact with my business, you know a number of them, right? God sent. 
anointed for the job. You know what I'm saying? And so you ask him and he'll show you. So the first one is you present the goals. The second one is who do I need for these goals? The third one is what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Now, this is super important for two reasons. The first reason is as a Christian community, there is this deception that I will pray and I may even give and I will go take a nap and things will happen. And if you read the Bible, you will see it never happens. Well, maybe, let me not say never, but that's not the way, that's not the principle God works by. It just is not. A lot of times the miracle happens when you meet God with a problem and he says, go and do this. And in the process of doing that, the miracle happens, right? So there's something that we need to do. That's on one piece. But the other reason is because, my goodness, I mean, like God is the smartest person ever. He has the best strategies ever. And the better your strategy, the less energy it will take to get the massive results that you need to get, right? It doesn't mean you won't work hard. If you read the book of Proverbs, you will see hard work everywhere. Hard work is not part of the curse. Toiling is. Hard work means you work hard and you get a whole lot more that you know your hard work couldn't have created all of that. Toiling means you work hard and you get nothing, right? Toiling is part of the curse. Hard work is not. And so what do I need to do? And God is super smart. He will start showing you strategies. Some of them he'll just show you. Some of them will come like an idea later. Some of them he'll just connect you with somebody who says something. You're like, oh my goodness, that's that's what I've been looking for. But if you're conscious of it and you ask him for it, you'll have it, right? But what does the Bible say? You have not because you ask not. So what do I need to do? That's number three. And let me tell you something. I, when I did this with all my goals, I put it out there. He gave me at least one thing for every aspect of my life where I was like, my goodness, if I can just implement them in the next 30 days, what will my life look like? God talks a lot. We have to ask him questions though but he talks a lot. Okay. So that's number, that's number three. Number four, number four is asking him for the grace to do what you're supposed to do. Right. So this is like a month long thing. So let me say whatever month it is, but let me, let's use February, the month of February, the grace to run in February, the grace to execute in February, the grace to stay on task, the grace to stay away from distractions. And you might go like, okay, okay. But you know, Philippians 2.13 does say, for it is God, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So God gives the desire. God also gives the power. Okay. So I call this board meetings with God, board meetings with God. I need you to imagine you at the end of every month, the end of every week, you're sitting, you present your goals to him, you ask him who you need, you ask him what you need to do, you ask him for the grace. Imagine doing this every week and every month. I am telling you, I am telling you, if you do this over a 12-month period, it would be like you lived three or four years in one year. That's literally what it would be like. And so not only are are your goals staying top of mind, 
but you are having conversations with God. You are asking him brilliant questions. And because of that, you will get brilliant answers. Okay. So I want to leave you with this. Don't listen to this and say, wow, what a powerful concept. I want you to go and I want you to schedule your board meetings, right? It could be the last day of every month. I have the board meeting for the month that's about to start. And every Sunday I have a board meeting with God. Okay. The ones every week, I mean, even if you're like, all I have is 30 minutes, use the 30 minutes, right? Use the 30 minutes and go through these things and have him give you direction. Okay. Have him give you direction. So I practiced this. It was so mind blowing. I called my mentees. I'm like, hey, come here. Let me teach you something. I taught it. I lead a daily prayer meeting. I taught them and now I'm teaching you. And now I want you to share it so you can teach somebody else. But together we will be people who really show up. I mean, like billboards for God. Our businesses will do so well because we have inside information. We have help from God. We have direction from God. We are able to live, you know, we're able to focus on our businesses and this is going to be so good. So do it. And I want you to let me know how it goes. Okay. So find me on social media, Facebook, look for me, Neka Unachuku. Same on Instagram, Dr. Unachuku. And just let me know how it went. Okay. And I will see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.